Shalom and welcome to Parashah's present, the weekly fix for spiritual lessons taken from the Parashah. Grab your coffee and let's take a look at the weekly Torah reading. This week we will be looking at Parashat Vajislah, which runs from Genesis chapter 32 verse 4 to chapter 36 verse 43. Enjoy it and don't forget to give us your feedback on Facebook, Twitter or via our website. Life is not a bed of roses, nor is it a box of chocolates, despite Forrest Gump's famous comment. It's not a walk in the park, nor is it any of the many other cliches that people have coined over the years to describe their lot on the planet called Earth. Sometimes it seems that the many joys we experience are like the occasional rays of sun that break through the clouds on a cold January morning. And sometimes it just feels like a fight. Sure, life is beautiful, but it's also hard. This week we find ourselves at the conclusion of the Jacob story. Jacob, our lovable rogue, has finally escaped Laban and hears that his brother is now coming out to meet him. Seems like good news until Jacob hears that Esau is coming with 400 men. Jacob fears for his life and starts to come up with a plan. Except this time it seems different because rather than con his way out of the situation, he turns to God and prays. Maybe the time with Laban did make a positive difference after all. After prayer, Jacob decides to send Esau a present. And not just any present. Jacob essentially sends Esau a zoo, animals were equivalent to money back then, to try and placate his brother's wrath. In the evening, he divides his people into two camps, making sure his favorite wife, Rachel, and son Joseph are the furthest away from the conflict before retiring alone, perhaps to ponder and pray. It wasn't going to be easy to get some sleep. However, it soon became apparent to Jacob that he wasn't going to get any sleep at all because a stranger appears and starts to wrestle with him. Of all the nights to get into a fight. We never learn exactly who the stranger is, nor where he comes from, nor why they decide to wrestle. But the whole event is an elaborate scheme by God to make Jacob trust in him once and for all. After wrestling till daybreak, the mysterious wrestler maims Jacob's thigh and submits in defeat. It's at this point that Jacob finally realizes what has happened. This wasn't a fight against Hulk Hogan or Stone Cold Steve Austin. Jacob had been wrestling God himself. After the fight, Jacob is stunned. He didn't realize that all this time he'd been fighting God and fighting his purposes. But God makes it explicit to him when he changes Jacob's name to Israel, Israel, one who struggles with God. After all these years, Jacob had been battling and striving in his own strength to get what he wanted from life, rather than relying on the only one who could give him everything he needed and more besides. And this is exactly what we do. Whether we realize it or not, we spend most of our life fighting against God. He has a wonderful plan for our lives, but we choose to reject it and reject him in favor of what we think we want and what we think is good for us. How ridiculous that we spend our lives fighting the one who longs to help us and give us exactly what we need. The night has passed and Jacob prepares to face Esau. Except things are different this time. Jacob is limping badly and realizes that there will be no conning his way out of this. Either God is to come through or Esau will cut him to pieces. When Esau arrives, we learn that God has already changed Esau's heart and they reconcile and embrace. All those years that Jacob had been with Laban, God had been answering his prayer from the night before. 
No need to fight, no need to con, no need to struggle. But that's far too easy, you might say. It's actually not. It's much easier to be a control freak and fight your way through life trying to work everything out for yourself than it is to trust that the God who made the universe would be intimately interested in every facet of your life. And not only that, but that he would actively intervene and arrange everything to work for your good. Not what you want, but for your good. God eventually had to put Jacob into a position where Jacob had to trust him. He had no choice. Hopefully, God doesn't have to do the same to us. With a brief but somewhat horrifying intermission at a town called Shechem, the artist formerly known as Jacob arrives at Bethel and vows to serve this God who has been watching over him the whole time. The scene draws to a close with good news and bad news. Rachel gives birth to another son, Benjamin, but then dies and Jacob also has to bury his father. The main part of Jacob's story is over and next week we shift to another protagonist. We'll have to wait a while for the final act in the Jacob extravaganza. I don't know what your life has been like up until this point. I'm sure we've probably had very different experiences to each other. We've grown up in different countries and cultures and have a different perspective on life. I don't know if you've had a comparatively easy or hard life. And yet I know that you will have had struggles because life is not easy. It's not what it was supposed to be or what we wanted it to be. But ask yourself, have you been struggling and fighting against the very one who is on your side? Have you been believing the lies like, he doesn't care about you or can't do anything to help you? Because I know that I have. I know that just like Jacob, sometimes I found myself fighting a losing battle against God. But 14 years ago, I surrendered. And just like Jacob, he gave me a new identity. Sure, there was a price to pay, just like Jacob. But now, rather than struggling against God, I want to struggle with Him. Struggle against the injustice in this world. Struggle against corruption. Struggle against the very system that I was a part of until Yeshua opened my eyes and changed my life. Through His death and resurrection, I have been given a new heart and a new identity. What about you? Whose side do you want to be on? That's it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed our Parasha Espresso. Please don't forget to subscribe to make sure you get the latest episodes. We'd love to hear from you, so please get in touch with us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, or via our website at youdenfearjesus.de.